Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Glam Reaper podcast. On today's episode, I'm talking to a fellow Irish woman who is also obsessed with pets and pet loss and grief. And so the two of us have a chat. Let's take it away. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Glam Reaper podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jennifer Muldowney, a.k.a. the Glam Reaper. Um, On today's guest, on today's show, we have Louise, who is a fellow Irish woman, although controversially she uh, is from Clare, but living in Cork. So we'll, we'll we'll have to delve into that a little bit more. But welcome, Louise. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. So tell um, us, tell me, tell the listeners um, what exactly it is that you do and why you're on the Glam Reaper podcast. No bother. So in a nutshell, I help um, grieving people deal with grief and loss. So I am fully certified in grief and loss and also I'm specializing in pet loss. So I have, from my own experience in Ireland, I experienced um using both of my dogs within 24 hours of each other back in 2019 so obviously that's that was devastating for me so i searched and i searched for like specific pet loss support you know in my own country and i just couldn't i couldn't really find anything um so obviously there's therapy and that's excellent um and and i did and i thought that I got great benefit from that, but um, I was kind of looking for something a little bit more specific, Jennifer, you know what I mean? Just, I was still kind of searching for that. So I stumbled across the grief recovering method. It's actually based in Ohio in the US. So I did my full certification and training with them online last year. And I have been having clients since around the end of last year. So I am... On a mission to try and spread awareness, pet loss awareness in Ireland, but I can work with clients worldwide, which is incredible. So that is in a nutshell anyway. But the benefits of COVID especially, I think, really um, opened the world up to, um, you know, that everyone can work from home and sort of still help each other out and still gather together as a community. And um, Well, obviously you know, what you do hits home with me for sure. Um, you know, my TED talk even was was specifically about pet loss and sort of the judgment of that and what I felt when we lost Roxy, which it's so many years ago, but it's still like I can't listen to the Rainbow Bridge poem and I kind of can't even think of, you know, the, the time where we had to stand there and, and she had to let us go. It still upsets me, so I'm not even going to talk about it. Um right now because but it's it's interesting I mean I've ever since then I've had a cremation jewellery line um one for it's the same jewellery but we do we've um it for pets rainbow bridge memorials and then we have it for humans uh, farewell Celtic ashes and what's interesting to me and I've I've said this on I think it was on the Elaine show but I've said it several times is that um you know they ask well which is the most popular and I said well interestingly in Ireland it's the pet so we clearly value our pets more than we value our grannies. Um, but listen, it's it is such a huge thing, I think. And um, 
there is a little bit of I don't think it's specifically Ireland. I think there is a bit of judgment. Like if you don't have a pet or you're not sort of into pets, um, it can be a bit sort of, oh, it's just a dog or it's just a goldfish or it's just a whatever. Um, and it's not. Like it's, I mean, Roxy was, I grew up with her. She was, like we got her when I think I was like 12 or something or 11. I mean, she literally w- went through all the horrors of a, f- a female teenage girl growing up in Ireland. Like, you know, she, the unconditional, Exactly, and the unconditional love, you know. I mean, I, I joke about, I could have told her I was Hitler and she still would have been like, okay, you know, I love you. I mean, it's 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 wild. So to, to then go through the loss of that unconditional love and for there to be no support system. um, Like, as I've said, I have a cremation jewelry now, but the amount of times I get emails and phone calls looking for support or just somebody to talk to. And I would, I'd, I'd spend hours on the phone especially at the beginning um, where people just wanted to vent and just wanted to speak to somebody who kind of understood. They totally, because people, they, they it's it's kind, it's almost like with the vet care, you know, your pet is euthanized or, you know, it passes away. And then there's the cremation business, which is, which is already there. But it, I just feel like there is that one thing missing, you know, for the, for the actual human that that's suffering with the emotional pain, you know? Yeah. And that's really, really intense. And I don't know. Obviously, there are some vets that are, you know, really kind and sending sympathy cards and so on. So I think just offering this kind of support is is just incredible. So when I say that I offer support, it's the programs that I offer are educational based, but they have huge therapeutic benefits. So people are learning about grief and learning about the facts and misinformation about grief. And then, you know, I do this in a in a support group format or an individual. So they have the choice, whatever they're comfortable with. And they can learn how to process this unresolved grief, you know, within the safe environment while they're learning as well. So it's 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 right really quite quite incredible and quite different to talk talk therapy as as we would traditionally kind of go go towards. So Yeah. Yeah, it's very, um, it's very, it's so important. I mean, I think everybody needs to sort of talk to somebody and and go through certain things. And I, I do think that pet specific is, um, is so important because it is, it is a little bit different because we don't really, and it's something I'd kind of like to change, we don't really do funerals for pets. And so therefore, there's kind of a link missing. Like I remember my friends kind of didn't really know what to do with me because it's like, do you send flowers? Do you send condolence cards? I mean, I don't know. Um, and I understand that, you know, I we, I, we probably all felt it. And, um, and even when it came down to the cremation thing, I couldn't kind of comprehend that you were offered like group cremation or single cremation. I'm like, what? Like you'd never offer that for a human, you know, um, and yeah, it's fascinating. Um, and so it was, it was the loss of your two dogs within 24 hours that got you into this really specifically. And what happened with 24 hours? Jesus. Yeah. So back in October, 2019, um, I just came home on my lunch and, um, my older dog was, uh, lying dead in the back garden. And unfortunately, my other dog had injuries. She had to be put to sleep the following day. So it was it was a shock and I didn't get to prepare. So I didn't get to prepare. 
I didn't ever tell myself, you know, I'm going to be losing these dogs. And so I didn't really ever think about what my life would be like afterwards. So there was the initial shock and then there was the confusion and the grief and really not not being understood or not being heard and, you know, having to bury that kind of grief as us Irish do so well. We just bury it and then chronic distractions, we use those so that went on and on for several months until I stumbled, stumbled across um, the grief recovery method where I trained and got huge benefits from, from doing the program myself, which then inspired me to become um, a grief recovery specialist. So, yeah. Now, that, yeah. And how has business been? Has it been good? And do you do, do you specialize in pets, but you also work with humans? Or, oh, yes. You know, yeah, so... You're always working with humans, but... <laughs> Exactly, yeah. No, I'm specialising with the pet lots due to my own personal experience, but I have helped people, you know, processing grief with, with human loss as well. So, the, you know, the programme is interchangeable, it works. And a lot, a lot of the time somebody will say, you know, I want to work through this pet loss. And then, you know, after, after we've completed the programme together, you know, they might contact me and say, you know, I've lost a family member, even if it was a long time ago, because I you know, could I work on that? And perfectly fine, like, there's no issue. So really, it, it opens the book for someone to understand that they may have patterns that they've carried through to their life from their grief. Because, you know, grief is a normal and natural reaction to change or loss of any kind, not just death. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's exactly what I said in my TED Talk. It, that's exactly right. It's, you know, it could be... so. I can, it can be the loss of my dog could be overwhelming and, and most horrific thing that ever happens to me in my life. It could be the loss of a job or a divorce for somebody else. Like it's, it's not for, I mean, the amount of divorcees I've spoken to said they wish they were, they wish he or she was dead because it would have been easier, which is wild. But you know, it's, you, nobody gets to judge what you're grieving or what you're going through. And that really, really irritates me when, when I kind of hear that. Um, and so, okay, so you started on this journey. Uh, I tell maybe um, some of the listeners who might be interested in this grief recovery um, course that you did in Ohio, like, I don't know, pricing or how long it took you or what was what entailed. Um, did you have to do anything, have anything done before you went into it? Or So it probably took in and around the space of four to five months um, with online kind of live tradings with with the trainers so some trainers will be based in the uk and some in the us and then there's a lot of you know work to do like book work and you know that kind of paperwork and studying in the downtime of the live trainings so it was quite intense but it was all done in in group kind of setting and it was just lovely because everybody was there for a reason and we all shared our stories and we all felt inspired by each other so it really it was probably some some form of grief therapy in and of itself i'd say oh, totally because you're doing you're actually doing the program while you're training so it's it's kind of intertwined and you're getting to work on your own losses so you're going to experience what the clients are going to experience so it was really it was really really it was just so motivating and inspiring. So excellent. Like, so if anybody wanted to check it out, it's the grief recovery method.com. They, 
you know, you can sign up to do the trainings on that website. Yeah. And do you, um, how are you finding, so your clients, how are you finding Irish versus international? Are the Irish, because I know from starting 15 years ago, it's like blood from a stone. It's like, come on, come on. How are you finding? Um, and it, it always cracks me up, by the way, when I'm I'm abroad and people sort of say, oh, the Irish are great at dealing with death. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, we're great at funerals. We're great at wakes, we're great at doing that. But we are not good at talking about things in general. We're not good at talking, you know, the gift of the gab. And we'll talk shite for ages, but we won't actually ever address like whether it's emotions or you know death I mean the you know anyway so how are you finding yeah the Irish versus everyone else there is definitely an obvious difference I would say um but I find you know obviously with the international and people in the US like they 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 are easy to open up and to tell their their stories but with the Irish they kind of feel like they need to warm up a little bit or to trust to trust the environment that they're in the people that they're kind of with and stuff so but one major thing that has helped is I share my story so it helps them then to feel safe enough and to trust me and everybody else to share theirs so I think that's a huge benefit Whereas if I was kind of sitting there facilitating um, and really not sharing anything, it would be, it will be another story. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. That makes sense. Well, listen, um, amazing stuff. Um, and I think very, very much needed. Um, and we would love to share, obviously, um, this, we're going to share this podcast, but we share your information below if people want to reach out to you in specifics um, and talk about it. And it doesn't have to be pet loss, um, but that's kind of where you're you're gearing towards, which is amazing. Um, so that's fantastic. Thank you so much for for coming on and for sharing your story. And um, we wish you the the very best. And hopefully, we'll get you on another year from now. And maybe you'll be you know headlining some international stages talking about it because I do. I think it's so so important. Oh, definitely. Um, really. And um, so keep up the good work. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks for for having me on. I appreciate it. I had a good time. Thanks. That was our episode with Louise, who was live from Cork in Ireland. And uh, we were talking about pet loss, which I know is a serious subject for a lot of you guys. So um, let us know your thoughts and glamreaperpodcast at gmail.com. That's glamreaperpodcast at gmail.com. And hopefully we can do some more pet focused episodes in the future. Ciao for now.